Welcome to Because You Need to Know. I am Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Uh, my name is Rory Huston. I live in London in the UK. Uh, the most interesting thing near me, actually that's quite a hard one. <laughs> because <laughs> you could say my kids or i could say the city of london it's cool oh, okay the most interesting thing near me is the national physics laboratory followed closely by hampton court palace yeah so i absolutely love working in uh, the built environment and construction so i work for engineering firms and one of the really interesting things at the moment about our sector is we're really trying to drive down carbon emissions carbon from the built environment accounts for about 40 percent of uk carbon emissions making sure these assets are really delivering for us is you know a fantastic challenge and it really draws on knowledge management and learning what we know as an industry uh, what we know as individuals to try and make every single design as good as it can be buildings are quite bespoke so every site is different every all the constraints are different what the architect designs is different uh, and so if we can produce lower carbon buildings each and every time then we're going to start making a real impact on our, our environment so that's where my role comes in is trying to get 900 engineers in 20 different office locations 20 different countries with loads of different specialisms from structural engineering to fire and even acoustics and sustainability to share their knowledge and work together to provide great products that are sustainable wow sorry that was a bit of a... <laughs> yes that was just the introduction as the role you're in, what's the biggest challenge for you sharing or getting a culture to share knowledge? One of the biggest challenges working in a consultancy firm, and it's probably the same for many other firms, is is time. Um, we work on a billable uh, sort of model or we're working on fixed fees and everyone's working on projects. So to get engineers off those projects to spend a bit of time consolidating what they know and share it with other people is always a bit of a challenge. But everyone's very keen and very willing and we've got a great culture it's it's just sort of trying to work out how best to create those marketplaces for knowledge so you can link people up quickly and easily and remove as many barriers as possible so that when they do want to share some knowledge um, when they do have something that they want to ask that they know exactly where to go and they get an answer quickly well it sounds easy enough what's the problem the problem is is still they're very busy <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, all right, let, let's dissect that a little bit. It, it seems the, to formulate the usual suspects of consumers and producers, yes. right, of the knowledge. And how do you bring those two together? And I'm not saying they are opposing people. They are just different segments of your knowledge market or your knowledge ecosystem. Out of the three main legs of KM, which are people, processes, and technology, What's the heaviest lift for you? People. The technology piece, I mean, these days, technology is, is just so amazing and so helpful and so um, customizable that you can, you can pretty well do anything that you, you need to do. AI is going to come in and make this even easier. Um, but it's the getting the time from um, the right people at the right time and to make sure that they feel comfortable to sign something off or that you've got enough of a reviewing process and that the right people are available at the right time. Um, that's always the challenge. Uh, and what we've been doing at um, Cundle where I work is really trying to drive in programs and um, just make things as 
the governance simpler and cleaner and clearer for people mm. so that they know how to act and that it's easy for them removing any barriers we possibly can. Okay. So you want to disambiguate or you want to simplify the user interface to make it, like you said, clean, just, Hey, it's going from left to right. These are the check blocks. These are your gates and make it more simplistic. So that's a process. So how, how hard is that? I'll presume that there's a bunch of different processes in this whole ecosystem. So you are trying to adopt a way that simplifies it for everyone. Or are you triaging certain priorities over others? I think there are, um, there are always different <clears throat> needs from different people and different groups work in different ways. So we find that we've, when I've tried to put in one size fits all approaches, they don't really work. So you're often being having to quite, you know, customize your approaches with different groups of people, depending on the amount of time, the power structure, the items they're working on, how they're delegating and how comfortable they feel. Often there are, you know, different behaviors with competing agendas. So um, you might have an office that's particularly got, got a partner who's particularly interested in some of these items is really pushing their team to go faster, 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 which then starts to make other groups feel left out. And then it starts disenfranchising people. So how do you sort of keep all this in balance? And you're obviously producing, you know, one or two small tasks at a time, but it's then how do you make sure that you're maintaining everyone's engagement, keeping everyone in there for the long haul as well? Because these are people who are giving giving up their spare time in work time, if that makes sense, their spare work time to um, uh, help you out. So... Is this an extra layer of stuff to do or is it integrated? Um, it's, I think usually in, in firms that are, from what I understand of the industry, firms that are project-based, consultancy-based, often it's not, it, it's extra stuff to do. And I, I read a really good article that described it as community behaviors. And uh, apparently you tend to find there, there are certain people who are good citizens. So they're good citizenship behaviors within organizations. And a lot of this does tend to end up in that sort of realm. Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting. Do you have any ability to affect personnel, right? The people side of it. Are you empowered to help the organization as a whole to educate and provide learning for them and as a whole to knowledge concepts, knowledge sharing concepts, or is that even looked at? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've done um, quite a few webinars on, on this when I first joined about two years ago, and it's it's that constant drumbeat of trying to knowledge management isn't something that you you particularly do knowledge management. It's something that should be you know sliding into the culture and the way that everything works. Coaching people whenever they're you know operating in teams to try and you know understand these these systems. Um, whenever we're doing webinars, just making sure it's very just little things like making sure we slot in the lines. Uh, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid answer. Uh, sorry, there's no such thing as a stupid question. That was a stupid answer, wasn't it? There's no, I'm not doing very well today. <laughs> I don't know. You might have just come up with a there's new no phrase. Such thing uh, a stupid there's no answer. such thing as a stupid Only stupid answer. knowledge managers. <laughs> um, oh, that's hilarious. I Thank really you. hope that <laughs> doesn't uh. make it onto the final time. <laughs> We're going to keep that. Oh. We're keeping that. Come so, on now. There's that's no classic. Such, I'll say that without any interest. There's no such thing as a stupid answer, only stupid questions. There you go. You got it on tape. Um, <laughs> anyway, so going back to what I was maybe I'll just try and make this the clean edit. So uh, <laughs> what we tried to do whenever our 
staff are presenting getting to slip in lines like there is no such thing as a stupid question only stupid answers and this this just helps to sort of build up the um that culture in some ways that you know we we do want people to ask each other questions we do want everyone to be approachable we do want everyone to be open and then little by little that is you know changing the culture are you incentivizing the culture is there any incentivization for rewarding participation building those citizens to become engaged I've read quite a few studies that basically suggest if you do incentivize financially, it doesn't tend to go very well because it has the, you know, the reverse effect. What I always try to do is the, the kudos of being profiled and being associated with initiative is the way to sort of drive, um, you know, visibility and wanting people to engage. They recognize that, you know, if you are out there at the front, it, it makes a difference and our i'm very lucky that our leadership team and our you know managing partner are very engaged in what we're doing and will often come in and you know ask questions at webinars and i think that that's noted and it has it does really help mm -hmm. we also try and make sure that we have a good representation of the leadership in any of our webinars for example wherever we can um, especially when we're launching them so that people think yes this is important this is something that you know the leaders are interested in and that builds right. the the recognition I mean, recently um updating our project management processes and the person who's leading that shortly after it rolled out um by coincidence i think became a partner which was fantastic kudos that it shows that these are recognized approaches that you know are going to get you nice. up to the next level to close up the conversation what is your definition of knowledge management there are a million ways to answer that question i think depending on what what level you want to go to but the, if you go to the highest level of what is knowledge management i think it's it's really about removing obstacles to people sharing their knowledge. If you can remove all of the obstacles that people have to sharing knowledge, then the knowledge is just going to flow. It's going to flow from where it's needed to, you know, who's there. So try to write down what would be my theoretical knowledge nirvana at one point. And um, they're, they're obviously these are things that completely conflict with each other and also against the laws of physics. You know, things like you want 100% knowledge diffusion in a company. So, you know, if someone knows something, you want everyone to know it. When someone learns a lesson, you know, something's gone wrong or, or they've done something particularly well, you want the time to upskill other people to learn that lesson to be, you know, infinitely fast as well. And there's a number of, I think I came up with about six or seven concepts like that, that, you know, it, it's all these sort of ideas of how does knowledge management get you closer to those, that nirvana state where knowledge just flows and it's not silos and people know who to ask. Well, I'm signing up right now because I want a bus ticket to Nirvana where you're at. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because I'm I, not saying I'm there. I just know where I'm I know where I want to go. It's good to have a vision, right? You've got a vision. <laughs> you know, I'm sure how you're gonna get there, but the future's over there. I'm with you. This is the thing where knowledge management is obviously phenomenally powerful if we, you know, use it in the right industries and the right companies. I, I, I see knowledge management as you know, an accelerant, uh, you know, you pour kerosene all over a company and set light to it with knowledge management and uh, hopefully it just goes on fire and goes exactly where you want. So make sure you work somewhere good uh, that's making the world a better place. That's perfect. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you. I very much enjoyed it. Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax-exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer-ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.